The greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Living at Your Finest Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Babs. I'm a triple board certified family, obesity, and lifestyle medicine physician, and I am the founder of Living at Your Finest Wellness, a holistic direct primary care practice. Did you know that 80% of lifestyle-related chronic diseases within our communities are preventable with poor diet being the primary culprit? Now, contrary to what we thought, that it was our unfortunate genes, the good news is that we can make changes together to improve our health and quality of life. So that's what this podcast is all about. The Living at Your Finest podcast is devoted to helping families to live at their finest well-being using a holistic approach with a healthy lifestyle to nourish and flourish as a whole, vibrant, and healthy champion. So join me and my guests as we share transformational and sustainable skill sets from our health and wellness journey to support you and your families in achieving ultimate well-being. Ready to live at your finest? Well, let's get to it. Chapter 5. Anyone can change. So let's be honest. Is that true? Do you actually believe that? You know, growing up, I used to hear that a fool at 40 is a fool forever. Or I've heard that a leopard cannot change his spots. So I actually grew up thinking... As creatures of habits, it really might take a whole lot to change. Well, the good news is that yes, we are capable of changing our habits of procrastination, bad diet, lack of sleep, all or nothing thinking, and we can change it to more positive self-talk, mindfulness, work-life balance. It's possible, but not without an action plan. So let's talk about it. Let's first of all talk about why do we do what we do? Well, there's several reasons. We just do things out of second nature. It's just what you do. Like for instance, this morning, I kept my keys different from where I usually keep them. And you would think I would remember that I changed the direction. So when I was looking for it, I went to the same place where I've always kept it. That's what my buddy will do. It will go to its default. So it's the same way as we are. It's a habit. So a habit is a routine that is repeated so many times that it becomes automatic, right? And so that's good habits, bad habits. We've done it so long, it just becomes second nature. But then the question is, how can we change those patterns? Because we want habits that serve us, right? That serves our health. Habits of stop overeating. Right, not eating late at night, not always turning to food. We need to have developed habits that will serve us. So how do we start that whole process? Well, it's about being intentional. So positive reinforcement, progress tracking, because as I say, if you do not measure it, you can't manage it. Motivation, problem awareness. Sometimes we don't even know it's a problem. We got to know that it's a problem and have a clear plan on how to address these issues that we want to change. So we start off by understanding how does a habit come about. So a habit is a cue 
it's the routine and the reward. So a habit is not going to form without those three things. A cue is a trigger, something that you think about that makes you want to do that habit, the routine, and then the reward that you're going to get out of it. So when I was in my state of emotional eating, you know, all I had to do was maybe drive through Dunkin' Donuts or maybe get stressed <laughs> for whatever reason, good or bad stress. That's the irony. Good stress could actually lead me to want to have a donut, to have a cookie. And I would not think about all my healthy things as options. And just something like that was my cue. And then my routine was, yes, grab it. I deserve it. And then the reward is, yes, the feeling of high, the dopamine rush that I would get, the adrenaline rush. It's like, yes, that feels good. That's relieving. So those are the three things that make up that habit. So what is yours? Maybe you snack when you're bored or maybe when you go to the movies, the next thing you're thinking about is popcorn. But we need to find habits that serve us because if we don't, we're going to continue on that loop. So are you tired of that loop? I was because it was just adding to my waistline. It was making me sick. I mean, we eat the foods that taste good, but does the body no good? So I had to sit down and come to a realization. What can I do? Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. My goal on this podcast is to empower, educate, and encourage you to take actionable steps to triumph at living at your finest, body, mind, and spirit. Of note, the information provided here is for educational purposes only and does not substitute as medical advice. Please discuss your healthcare needs with your licensed medical professional. If you are in need of a compassionate and comprehensive holistic physician or know someone who is, please reach out through my website, Live Wellness for a meet and greet. It'll be my honor to talk to you. Are we connected on social media yet? I share more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily. So please join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Living at Your Finest Wellness, where we can learn together and stay connected. Lastly, please subscribe to iTunes if you have not done so already and share the podcast within your circle of influence. An extra step? Leave a review and let me know what topics or discussions you would like to hear more of. Thanks in advance. It is always a thing of joy to hear from you. Now, let's get back to today's episode. So learning the skeleton of any habit is the key to breaking it. So you have to isolate that cue. What is it? Why am I here when it occurs? What time is it? How am I feeling? What else is here? What actions do I need to take? You know, we have to pause. I know we are in this fast-paced world that we really don't take time to ask ourselves what's going on here or even feel feel it, be in the feelings of how it feels. Like, you know, yes, I'm stressed, I'm tired. I I need I feel like a cookie. But, you know, pause instead of running to that thing. So, several things we can do suddenly eliminate that cue, that cue for you to the one that tells you go ahead and do it eliminated they say that your goals are only as good as your environment so for me if i want not to be reminded of those things i have to keep it away from me out of sight out of mind i have to purposely wait for 10 minutes which was difficult i must confess to wait and feel the uncomfortable feeling and usually they they go away usually the feeling goes away it's just hanging in through it But the sad part is every time I gave in, I craved it even more. I gained even more weight. I was making my blood pressure high. 
I was more stressed. But times when I stayed in, waited at least 10 minutes, take a deep breath in and out. And then three, swap that old habit with a desirable one. So what is the desirable one? Maybe go out for a walk, maybe call your friend. There's several things that we have to do, but we have to be prepared for it. We have to know that it's coming. It's We live in a stressful environment. It's going to come. It's not about if it's coming. It's just about when it's going to come. So for instance, I know to stress, I listen to my favorite album before I eat. I love music and I always have to remember that that music is there for me to help me. Right? If you've had a long day, maybe take a bath, do some lavender oil, some diff, um, air diffuser, diffuser, put it on. You know, there's several things that we can do. So a few questions to just test your understanding and application, of course. If you have a habit that you want to stick to it, you want to do it all together. So many of them rush through it. Keep a picture of it in your mind. Or do you want to focus on gradual but meaningful changes? Definitely gradual and meaningful changes. Another question. So when you're having a hard time with a new habit, it's best to share your challenge with someone, to remind yourself that you stand to benefit from adopting the new habit, or take a break and try again when you're motivated. Definitely. Don't wait till you're motivated because we know motivation is in and out. Action brings motivation, not motivation bringing action because you can't rely on motivation. So the answer here is, you know, share your challenge. See if there's somebody that can help you, somebody that can work with you. But you don't want to quit. You don't want to make a habit of quitting. You want to keep trying, keep trying. You learn, you, do, you, you learn forward, you feel forward, like they say. All right, so when you are working on a new habit, you want to make sure that you, whenever you experience a setback, you learn from the setback. So you break it, you make it. You can break those habits. Another thing that I would like to encourage you and that I've applied in my life that helps is that I develop habits that I stock together. So for instance, if I'm in the restroom, when, I, when I'm done, wash my hands and all of that, do my business, then I, I squat. I do some stretches that can help. Or maybe when I wake up in the morning, affirmation, words of just affirmation, encourage myself or meditate deep breaths in and out. So when you go into the um, you know, kitchen, drink some water. So those are all the things. Now, let's talk about the 21 day rule. Because some people say, oh, a habit, give it three weeks. <laughs> oh gosh. It's so far from the truth. It's no one size fit all. It varies from people to people and it depends on that habit, how strong a hold it is. Some people, 30, 21 days might work for them and some people, they need more than that. The important thing is repetition, consistency, right? But the bigger the change, the more time people generally need. So when you are making these changes, be very realistic, right? Does it fit into your routine? Are you able to do it on a daily basis? Does it come fairly easy to you? How happy does it make you? Or whether just happy or feel good. Does it require slight adjustment to your overall? And 
other individual factors that should play into your habit building process. Now we have to be very, very mindful of these things before we say yes. You know, there were many times I would do the 30 day diet, no sugar, no, I mean, you see it all over social media, no candy, no cake, no this, no this, no that. That was restriction. And then once it was over, then we go back to habits as usual. So you don't want anything like that. You want to make a plan that is doable. You have to have a strong why. You have to make sure that your environment is suitable for that. So those are the things you have to be very mindful of and be aware that they setbacks, right? Um, there's going to be some bumps in the way. It's not a linear road. It's bumpy here and there. But the good news is that you're able to do it. And I do applaud you for trying and exploring. So yes, we can change our habits. We can change our lifestyle. We just have to have a great plan of it. Thank you for listening. You deserve to live at your finest because you're worth it. Thank you.